What's up, everybody? Dear Albie, Chris is here. Hey. Mom's here. Hello. Dad's here. Hey. Very heroic fireman dad is here. What's uh, up? We have a lot to get into, but before we do, I, I gotta just ask you guys. Uh, Christery is is out. We've had the community jumping in. They're listening. We've been doing Dear Albie for quite some time. And Dear Albie goes just pretty much about the same way each time. I say, hey, you guys want to record? We go down. We, we let it rip. We do it. No big deal. Chris is a bit more methodical about Christry. He's got pages. I would say he's got tomes and scrolls. He's there, got there, scrolls. <laughs> there, there's, he, he, there, he undoes yes. wax and, yes. and with string. Yeah, all kinds of research and all of this stuff. And he's prepping everybody and before they go downstairs. Any, yeah, no one reads. <laughs> prepping everyone before they're downstairs. It's the whole thing, okay? And look, it's his thing. It's a very detail-oriented show. It's a fun show. We appreciate those of you that are listening to it. But I don't know what this whole you know process that he's got going on has created, but we just came downstairs to do a Dear Albie, same way as usual. I printed out the questions that I do not read beforehand. My father looks at me and goes, hey, you know, what are we talking about today? I said, uh, I don't know. I described the, described the questions. I'm going to look at it. And I do what I always do. I look at the headline. Okay. Mom looks at me and she goes, hey, what are we, uh, what are we talking about? What's the questions? And I'm sitting here. I'm like, all of a sudden, everybody, you guys expect me to prep. Like, this is a history thing. I look at my father. I look down at the question. We have a great question. It's a very long one. Okay. And it says the big sperm debate. So dad looks at me again and goes, what are we talking about? I said, jizz. Chris has got this whole thing. You know, we have manifestation. We're talking about it's it's they get links. UFOs. They get we're talking about the the history of what you know what happened in the Bermuda Triangle and what happened to the lost city of Atlantis. Or did we land on the moon? And I'm just sitting here saying jizz and just going downstairs and being happy well, about did, it. What is, what has changed? But did we all follow? All you had is, you said jizz. We all. Came I'm around. just saying all you we all, all you around. asked. Like like you looked at me like I wasn't prepared. But do you think it's funny? I don't think anyone would have had it. In their in their cards that um, you had the jizz podcast and I had the overly overly thought overly produced overly researched podcast. Here's a fact. That's the funny part about <laughs> yes. about the difference. Here's a fact about the evolution of Dear Albie and where we now land with Christry. <clears throat> there was a time, not so long ago, when we started this podcast, and I don't know if Chris will remember this. Now we recorded a, a lot before we put Dear Albie out. A lot of different reasons for that, and and we really you know, at the time didn't know what we were doing at all. But the pizza place slowed down. It was a me and you thing every episode until I had the pizza place, and then I couldn't do it anymore. Yes, but there was a time, that time exactly, where Nando and some of the other powers that be at, when we started Dear Albie looked at me and said, what are we going to do if Chris isn't on this show? Can Albie host a show on his own, period? It was a whole thing. Okay, and we had to overcome that, you know, when I was moving and everything. And now, okay, I feel like I'm back in the same damn spot because I got you two. Okay, I, I that that you know, it's the sperm debate, so it's the sperm talking here. That that you know, you guys are are are, are my throwing defense, my prep, my prep at myself. Me. We were still in Christery mode, where we had to learn a, a topic and understand what was happening versus you. So it was like. Boom, boom. And it was like, oh, what's this about? So it was just like it was a knee-jerk 
And I response. actually, I get upset if you don't ask me what we're talking about. Because you guys didn't. That's how the last episode started. Is me being, are you not going to ask me what the hell we're talking about? Well, I, I have my style and of so things. so I, I get it if everyone yeah. feels a little bitten. It was a little, it was a little that I, that I, I might be a little too too forceful with don't my information. Don't feel slighted. I, I'm just don't saying it, it, it's it's a it's a marked we're all here. difference. We're it's all a change. Here. I'm just Look saying. I, I, if you got something to say about the prep, I'm just saying you can but, bring it up but now. The, the, I think it's important to say that the... the Dear Albie family and community of podcasts is growing. That's something, right? Look at that. Look at that. Um, Who knew? Right? Who would have guessed? I think it's an interesting change of tone for everybody. Like, you know, you hear a different version of me on this than you might hear on... The, both of my personalities are on Chris 3. It's me by myself and then me with everybody else. This is true. Um, and I'm so, happy to lend a hand with both. Yeah, I mean, listen. it's. I think we have a good built-in... All the time cast. There's always somebody within a few miles of these microphones that you could throw a good a good crew together. Yes, and I think we should just be happy about that. Mm-hmm. I listen. I'm with you. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not hating on it. I'm just saying. But we're gonna get into it. The community had a lot of things to say. Oh, I do want to thank one specific person uh, for reviewing Chris Three for giving five stars. Mm, the man to my right. I oh, saw wow. a, I saw a review from uh, from Al Manzo, and it said he was very excited. And I I get to look. A listener in the eye and say thank you for your review. Well, I hear well. He's very I supportive. That show was great. Thank you. So we had, uh, you know, that's not just any reviewer that you have there. This is a hero. Uh, we did post the the battle uh, of of the brownstone, the battle of the brownstone, the flames in Hoboken um, at seven o'clock. They would cling their pots and pans for you. I'll tell it's, you what, quite the response. Well, the response was overwhelming. Everyone's saying, oh, my God, the guy didn't get hurt. Everyone's saying the same thing. When we were talking about it, that was not the fire they were expecting. The fire on Instagram was way bigger than, than it sounded like well, we were talking we about. We made it sound like a... I think that says... You know what? I, I was thinking about that. I think it says a lot about that. I got to be honest with you. When I saw the fire and Dad up there with the extinguisher... Now, granted, we had already gotten a text from him. So I, I know he's the, okay. I knew... Yes. Not that I didn't think it was a big deal. Well, you knew I was okay before I walked out right. of the fire. Yeah, but, but, but it, was, it was, I never thought it wasn't a big no, deal. No, I didn't, I didn't acknowledge it like not a big deal, but I wasn't shocked. Well, I think my that, thing. that's what I learned about right. our family. I didn't listen to the podcast because I wasn't on it this week. I, I, I won't lie to you. Listen, I subscribe, and here's what I do for Dreality. I play it, but I don't like listen to it. But I want to get make sure you get the listen, right. you know? And I didn't hear that one, but I did learn something from like the Instagram comments and just the amount of people that have talked about it, and the amount of people that have reached out to me about that video prior to even being. Right. I didn't realize how completely used to wild shit we are. Yeah. Because that video was in a group text, and I looked at the phone, and I'm I was like, like oh, huh. okay. and I kept so watching crazy. whatever I was watching. Yeah. And um, I remember texting, oh, there's a fire at the Brownstone, and I called out, hey, there's a fire at the Brownstone, or, or whoever. I think one of us, we all spread the word the way we spread it. And it was, Dad's all right. Yeah, it's all fine. Okay. And no one felt the need to ask more because we're so used to insanity happening there that nobody, uh, it's true everywhere. We're so used to Dad taking that role. If you think about the time on the boat many years ago. I I would have been way more confused to hear he wasn't on the roof fighting the fire. So it's not shocking that he would be up on the roof fighting a fire. Not at all. You know, again, to reiterate when we we had the conversation, the last podcast i said as he's calling me to say hey heard there was a fire don't want you to worry and i say don't do anything stupid he's on his way to do something stupid hey look but they ultimately saved p.s yeah what could have been absolutely. a really big disaster absolutely okay yes. especially and you know he's on the roof because why heat rises you know what else rises okay we have we have winners and losers we have stock prices right, right. now big al stock price 
soaring through the roof, okay? No pun intended. The community all over this. Whoa, it was a biggie, and Mr. Manzo is the man. Let me tell you, he is the definition of hands-on. We need more of him on the pod. Hope everyone was okay, and hope the brownstone was okay. Someone writes in, shit, I was not expecting this based on the pod. After the fact, though, it's a little funny. LOL, nonchalantly there with a fire extinguisher in his tux. Uh... Your dad is so heroic on the on the roof. Glad no one at the Brownstone had any major injuries. Jules chimed in. Mr. Manzo is the goat. Uh, we miss Jules. We got to have her just back on soon. I I, I was thinking today so she fun. should do a Chris three. That would be fun. I was um, thinking. Nando told me that, and I agreed. I was like, yeah, we should. But I, it was Nando's idea. It. Uh, but it, I agreed. It. It was really. Uh, it said, "LOL, maybe separate bedrooms would work better. Seal flopping here." AirPods, bed fans, sweatpants, oh my, love this family. You are the absolute best. Uh, a lot of that just just over and over and over again, loving what uh, people are seeing. Dad, you're a hero. How do you feel? Um, fine. Normal. Okay. Yeah. That's what a hero does, right? They don't. That's not what they're he's in it for. He's not here for the accolades. That's not what he's in it for. He is not here for the accolades. You know, but then you have people who stock falls. You do have, you know, there are winners. You know, what goes up must come down. Mom, I got to tell you. Yeah. You're not winning Cuddlegate here, pal. That's all right. Okay? People are not happy. You knew that, though. Okay? <laughs> you knew you were People unpopular are, going are into that. People are really, especially <laughs> at at the fact that, you know, we we mentioned uh, that, you know, the man's a hero. The community. <laughs> well, that's unfair to do to her, to the be The community. To be fair. I'm just saying, the community now is demanding this man gets the cuddle session he, live stream it he Listen, he asked for then he cannot he come to bed wearing a full-blown sweatsuit wow <laughs> he comes to bed in a full-blown fleece flannel pants sweatshirt and it's hot he's hot okay so no no you think you think you're hot this man is in front of a fire <laughs> <laughs> this man is in front of a flame. Not only that, a, a dearly, flame. But I sweat. A I loud sweat flame. It's hot. It. Um, and I, P.S. A lot of people did say they understand the furnace. You got people. Aspect. You got people coming in, and and, and basically it makes the world go round, man. There's there's a lot of uh, a lot of of chimes and feedback that you know. Look, the community, the community loves that. It just we is what it is. Don't we all? And well, thank you. Here we are. We it was, it was nice are. to read some of your comments. Thank you. This, so I am obsessed with this little thing. What's it called? A poppet? I, I play with those all the time. My God. Marky left a little poppet here, and I'm just sitting here. Didn't. It's like little buttons. And yeah. Yeah. I, they're important for me. Yeah. for like Because I always need to do something with my hands. Mm, Fidgeting. Fidgeting, essentially. Uh, we got a long one in here. So this is... Uh, you know, from the community, Dear Albie Mailbag at gmail.com. We thank you for... Doesn't Chris. Grandma listen to Dear Albie? Grandma listens to Dear Albie. I haven't heard a word from Grandma about Chris 3. Well, you know the way that goes. Well, that, I, to be fair, Chris, okay, but this is goes. her wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. To be fair, that's the way that, goes. that is not shocking to me. She didn't She didn't out herself right away as a Dear Albie listener. It okay. came up later. And as a matter of fact, I I, I found myself Do after- we Grandma now? We can get Grandma involved if you want. I don't want her to feel badly if she's never heard of it. Then everyone's going to hear us be like, "Oh, Graham," and we have to explain how it works. That's I, sad. Do we call Grandma? Well, I, I want to get. I don't want to hijack. I don't want to hijack it on a Christery therapy session either. Of why Grandma's not listening. So let's I don't want to. Let's see. Real I do want to talk about um, <clears throat> the thing you haven't briefed your your asking. You shall on. receive. Let's see if Grandma picks up. Oh, it's you calling. Of course she will. You know, I hope so. She might be in church. You know, I only have 
her I was gonna say it. Just the email. Hi, Abby. Hey Graham, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. So listen, I got you on the podcast right now. Just so you know, I got mom, dad here, and Chris. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. we had a question for you because we know sure. we know you like to listen to the to the podcast. Um, yeah. Now, do you know that Chris has a podcast? Yeah. Did you? Are you listening to that too? I, I well, you know what? I had trouble finding. You know, you know. I mean, I'm really not that that well uh, trained to to work my iPad and the phone. But I do see every once in a while. I I watch things on Instagram. Could I get it on Instagram? Is that how I? You know, we're gonna we'll get you set up. But Chris was asking. He said, you know, did you know Grandma listens to Dear Albie? I said, you know, well, I don't know that Grandma listened to it from from episode one. You got to give her some time, and she's got to download it and all that stuff. So he's got to he's got to set up on your phone okay you I'll, I'll get it set up i was just wondering i was wondering what you might have thought of it graham because you it's know a, it's, it's history based it's a history based and podcast. i thought you might like that you should come on you grandma should, should come on i would it's love it if what? grandma came it's on a what ca- podcast? It, a what? it's about history chris talks about oh, history yeah oh yeah yeah i know i'm so amazed at how informed the both of you are it's great i mean you're like scholars <laughs> That's what most people call uh, me, yeah. <laughs> they've pulled the other things up. <laughs> I think grandma would be great on yeah, I actually I would like I would love it if grandma came on and literally anything she wanted I to talk about. I would love to too, yes. Alright, so we're gonna do it for sure. All right, Grandma, we're okay. we're just checking in. We love you very much. Love you too. Love you, Graham. Bye guys. Bye. Bye. So there's your answer. Okay. It's the same way you find Dear Albie as the way you find Christopher. It's been early. No, but she knew about it. She didn't call and say, how do I listen to this? Yeah. Christopher is available everywhere you can get your (laughs) Dear Albie podcast. That's what I'll say. It hit me real quick, and now I will give your podcast back to you. But I just realized this has been a a 30-year-long game of grandma choosing Al on stuff over me. She's very... No, she's the best grandma ever. We have to go out ahead of that. Listen... She is very vocal that Albie is king. It's her first grandchild, and she and loves you all very much, but he's the one. Hey, he's listen, chosen I, I, I have said this. I've gone on record saying this multiple times, okay? My firstborn child, boy, girl, indifferent. I don't expect everybody to look at it like they look at Marky. I don't. I, I, I truly don't. Oh, I don't think that's the case. You know? Well, no, just to me, I just feel like Marky, to you guys, is going to just always be your first grandchild. It might be a little bit different. I don't know that you play favorites. I don't even think, I think Grandma has fun with it. But the point of it is, that little stutter step that she did at the very beginning was, was so much fun. I want to listen to it right now. Yeah, that was, that, that was, was, well, well, no, yeah. that was fantastic. Right. That's how you know she was able to listen and chose not to. That, uh, was, that was the explanation. I don't think there's ever been a time we've called Grandma on the phone. What's amazing is, she's had, she has some of the best moments on tv too all yes. of them on the phone yes we've called in yes yeah oh and she speaker told us phone. we were scottish yes. yeah speakerphone crazy always dial her in but i would love to we'll, we'll talk about it off camera i think grandma would be great for the part one of christy like i want grandma to tell me a story absolutely you know yeah she herself is a scholar she what? is didn't she have an oxford something or other? well you yeah. know what you should do you should look that up what's and... that coin that she has no it's from seton hall she was uh, no it wasn't Robbie seton hall she it was, was the, uh, um Whatever the other one is, she was the first. She was the female. Maybe she was um, the valedictorian. She was val- valedictorian. She always showed us I the coin. It was. It was. First uh, one. Yeah. First female. Gala Victorian. She is a nice. Gala Victorian. <laughs> nice. She'll, she'll get into it. It's fun. But dear, I'll be mail like at gmail.com. Is this question two pages long? Three. Wow. Uh, front and back. Wow. Front and back. Wow. Okay. We're all reading it for the first time together. You know the rules. I jump right in. 
Okay. Okay. Take your time reading it. Friend or foe, the big sperm debate. Dear Albie and Chris, Candace, Lauren, Albert, Jules, Natalie, Urbano, Ashley, Chelsea, and everyone else who's been on the pod. Hey, thanks for the shout out. First of all, you don't need to bleep my name out, even though I love it when I hear people request that. My name is Jenny, a.k.a. Curly Suchik 19 Now, if you watch me promote Dear Albie, often I am reposting Jenny's posts. She is a diehard Dear Albie OG. Uh, you could argue, you know, maybe maybe the biggest of the of the community members. Well, thank you, Jenny. Uh, so we love Jenny, number one. Number two, smiles in Spanish. I am talking to you. I am talking to you, Smiles. Uh, you know, you got to step your game up. And she's, you know, that's another OG that's written I know, in plenty I of actually times. Know, I know who you're talking smiles about. Smiles is great, smiles too. But Jenny Smiles, uh, Manx, if you're out there, we, we appreciate the community. But that's uh, definitely an OG. So we were excited about this. I was an avid fan of RHO and J, Bands of Children, and now both Dear Albie and Christery. Turn up. Still haven't been to an event at the Brownstone yet, but maybe I'll host an event there someday. I'm so happy you've increased the pod to twice a week now. So, I hope my question will be thought-provoking and engaging for everyone. I honestly would love to hear Caroline, Al, Candace, Chris, Lauren, Chelsea's opinion about this, but beggars can't be choosy. I mean, you're pretty well covered, though, with who you want to hear from. We're going to hit the ones who are here. (laughs) You're going to get somebody. The pandemic really messed up my life plans. It obviously did for everyone. My plan was to freeze my eggs in 2019. Go to Australia with my best friend in 2020. Date and hopefully meet someone, get married, and possibly start a family before I was 40. Well, obviously that didn't happen. Flash forward to 2023 now. I'm going to be 40 in December. My eggs are still frozen. And even though I've tried to date during the pandemic, it's been difficult for me. My best friend and I are finally going to Australia in July. The plan after that is to start IUI or IVF in August or September when I return. The problem is I've been having a difficult time looking for a sperm donor on the sperm bank websites. Picking a donor that will be, a genetic, that will be the genetic father of my child is extremely daunting, especially since I relate, I relate it to online dating and how difficult it is for me. Flipping through pages and pages of baby pictures is exhausting and frustrating. Although my therapist on BetterHelp, thanks for the recommendation on the website, is she not, is, we love Jenny. Is Jenny not, she is just the absolute best uh, said to look said to look at it like sperm donors just d- said to look at it like a sperm donor is just donating an organ. I still want to know my child's father, even if I have full custody, emotionally, financially, etc. So I was going to open it up to my single male friends who I find somewhat attractive. The problem is, after asking about 10 male friends if they'd like to donate sperm, only 1 out of the 10 said yes. 9 out of the 10 were completely weirded out that I even asked and didn't want to think, even think about providing the donation, even though I said they'd have no legal obligation or to the possible child. What even said that he just didn't want to know there was someone out in the world that was his offspring. Fair enough, so I'm going back to the sperm banks. At the end of the day... I want to be a mother, never thought it would happen this way, but I don't want to give up on the dream of being a mom because I don't have a husband, boyfriend, baby daddy in my life. Thanks to science and technology, I can have a baby on my own. But questions are as follows. Now, she did, in fairness, write out a question for literally everyone who's been on this show. I'm going to keep it to the people that are in this room. But, Albie, you're technically still single. 
Would you consider donating sperm to a female friend knowing you'd have no emotional, financial, legal connection to the child, saying basically, I'm not married? How are you technically single? No, legally she's saying you're not, you're not, you're not yeah, married. married. Okay. You're not married. So thought, legally, in the legal sense, obviously I'm not. Chris, you're single. Would you consider donating sperm? Basically the same question as Albie. So our, our question is, would you consider donating sperm to a female friend knowing you'd have no emotional, financial, or legal connection to the child, right? Um, Caroline and Albert. How would you feel if one of your children donated sperm or an egg, in Lauren's case, and not being able to be a grandparent or Bingo. have the child Bingo. in your life at all? It's not about you. Thank you so much for reading my question. Look forward to two pods per week and more video posts. Jenny. Can, can I go first? Because I've... Lots to unpack here. I've gotten into this argument in the past um, with mom and with friends. I actually never realized this was even borderline controversial until I brought it up to somebody that... I would that I would do that uh, to donate or whatever, um, and and my friend who I, I'll leave his name out, but he was like super offended that I even suggested it, and um, then I brought it up. I was like, "Can you believe how offended so and so got?" And you got upset with me. Yes. Um, do you think your desire to be a grandparent overrides the desire of somebody else that wants to be a grandparent? Because there's somebody that can't be because I'm not getting up and doing that. Understood, but you have to understand the emotional effect it will have. If there's a Marky walking around out there that we could never know or love, that's a that's a heavy thing. You can know and love it. You can know it's out there, and you can just love the idea of it. You know what but I mean? The idea for me is what? Why? I wouldn't do it to a friend unless they like really need. It, but that's to me a little too personal. Where it's like, first off, you don't want somebody like me. Um, being able to drop that bomb at any point because I'll like you know what I mean where I'll slip up. It's Second, your decision to make. However, it doesn't mean it doesn't affect us emotionally. I think if you could help people and you don't, <clears throat> um, you never have to be a part of it, right? You don't have to. It's it. I don't want kids, and that's kind of selfish of me. In a way that if I have like in my future, I don't think I want kids, right? So, if I'm able to to give somebody else something that and that's all they want. I don't think that's a problem. I've since been told that I'm inc- that I'm wrong for thinking that enough times that I understand the argument. And I said on Chris three just recently, I'm always happy to hear both sides of an argument. I don't think any one situation can be so totally besides a, a, a select few, so so totally right and wrong. There there are very few of those. But I think I, I think it's an honorable thing to do. I think it's a nice thing to do. I understand if you don't want to do it for your friend. Because then I don't care what you tell me. I feel like I have an obligation to that kid forever if I know it. Well, um, I, that's, but that's the weird thing. It's like, okay, um, you're going to donate. And that's why they have the banks that do it because there's no emotional attachment to it at all and blah, blah, blah. Um, it's a business almost to some people, right? Um, to a lot of people. Um, so when you ask a friend and say, hey, can I have your sperm? But this baby's going to be around in five years. That's your son, but you can never acknowledge it being your son. But what if you're sitting there and you start to see traits of yourself in there, and then you become attached to it, and you can't? That's a that's a heavy burden. Yeah, I don't know that that's the type of thing that I could do. Just knowing also to the type of person that I am, you know, I know people that do that because they believe in what they're doing. Which, but look, I don't, I don't, I don't put it. Uh, I don't think it's a bad thing to do. I don't think it's a bad action. I just think. I would have a hard time knowing that someone's out there. Uh, it is a weird kind of question because you are helping someone, which is great. Right. 
But at the same time, helping somebody that I knew, it's really interesting if I felt like I was never going to get married and have kids in my own life, if I would adjust that mentality a little bit. And, and somehow it's really tough to even say if I was really close with somebody and, you know, that's what they wanted and that was their dream and blah, blah, blah. It's it's hard to really say how how I would feel. It's a very good question because think about it. Like, you know, you have there, – there, there could be plenty of reasons why doing that, you know, is – It's noble. It's a very noble thing to do, but you also have to understand down the road there has to be some emotional – Well, let me ask this. Think about – here's a really interesting thought, Okay. You have a brother and a sister, okay? Sister marries another girl, and they want to have a baby, okay? Her wife asks you to donate sperm so they have a kid with both of your genetics. Right. What do you do? I, I, I'm standing on I'm not doing it if— I know about this child's existence. Yeah, but think about it. You, so, it it's your it's quite literally your sister. Imagine just, you know, things are are different and Lauren oh, is married to a girl and they said we want, we just want the genetic. Sorry, we, we want your genes yeah, and we can't no, get was, that from I, her. Yeah, I would so, say I have, know, you know, whatever the genetic makeup Lauren has, I have a pretty decent chunk of, I'd imagine. We're not exactly the same, but like, you know. But, but they would I allow would, you to have a role in that child's life. Oh, you're going to be the uncle no matter right, what. Right, but I'm going to love that kid either way. So no matter what, you're gonna have a role in the child's life, and you don't have the word daddy, whatever, but you have a, a very significant role in that child's life. All right, so but let me ask you that specifically, okay? So, dad, that thing specifically, okay, where someone says, "I'm I'm married into this family, but we can't physically have a child, but we'd love to, you know, I want to get pregnant. Can we use your sperm?" To have a child that would essentially be the same as if she could produce sperm. Is that something where you're hearing that, okay? How do you react to that as as essentially the grandfather or, or dad to all that stuff? Do you, is that something that's – do you support that? Does it make sense? Does it make it different? Because no. I, I feel like that makes a lot of sense to me in a really – you know, not even a strange way, in a really direct way where it's like – that could be I. That is a circumstance you, that I could see. The grandparents doing are that. then at that time grandparents. It's biological. Okay. That kid is truly biological and makeup of the two. You're making the uncle, for argument's sake, is the uncle who's going to be my special uncle. Whatever, and he could have whatever relationship he wants with that child. Yes. You're not going to ask. It. It's going to be the same rules in the sense of look. We're gonna we're we're gonna either adopt the child or we're gonna go to a donor. Because one day this child's gonna ask who's daddy. The, yeah, but no matter why? what, this child's why? gonna ask that no why? matter what though. Why? 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 Because why? mom and dad exist. They're not gonna wonder who's dad. Mom They're not gonna be mom. like, tell me about the time I was conceived. No, your sister is with a female. Oh, I missed the whole first part. So basically, as if as if you know, you're, if you're in a situation, yeah, where then say him. Well, right. They're going to go down to the. They're going to have. So they're it. allowing them to have that relationship. They are going to, no matter what. Okay, they made up their mind that they're going the the IVF route. Right. Okay. They're going to get a sperm donor from somewhere. They're saying, okay, we'd love ideally for it to be a biological genetic match of exactly right. our two families. That's what we'd like the kid to be. Also, on the flip side, you have, okay, uh, a husband and wife married, the woman or the man. Is infertile. They go to a brother or a sister. I've heard of that happening before too. Same scenario. I would be I, less inclined to do that. It, it, 
it's very strange for me. It does it does make you react in a lot of different ways. It really does. Right. Like it's a tough decision. You know, like I I like if I'm quite if if I'm presented with that, going to Chris and saying, "Hey, you know, that I don't know I don't know what I would do. I don't know that I could. I don't know what I would think." It's, oh, I wouldn't. I, anything family is fine. For me. Really? Yeah. But could, do you think that you can handle it? Well, I More think it's so than easier. telling my brother, looking my brother in the face and saying, I know you want a kid and I know I'm willing right. to give you one, but I'm you can't saying, have one because I think it's weird. Like, I yes. think in that scenario, to me, that's the only one out, you know, if you say a friend of, that doesn't work for me. Yeah. No, because, friend doesn't work. You know, but in this scenario where I am the, you know, the uncle and blah, 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 and I am a treasured part of this child's family. Yeah, I'm already going to feel okay. obligated to the kid one way or the other. Correct. Like yeah. the way you boys are with Marky. Yeah. Right. But I don't think me, if Lauren were, were if Marky came about because Lauren married a, a woman and they couldn't have her, I don't think me or Al helping that process would make us love Marky any differently than we do right now. That's what I'm saying. Right. So right. family, I feel like it's kind so of built in. You don't have in. the label. The emotions are there, but you have... You, you don't need the label, but you have that and connection. I, you have that relationship. Yeah, and, and I also think it's so, okay to say, who's my dad? You, you don't, in title, you don't have one. You got two moms, and you got a lot of other people that love you, and I don't think you need to... I think we're also heading away. You don't really need to worry too much about the semantics of, of how people get here. So my thing is, I, I think it's... And to answer the, 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 the reader's question, or I'm sorry, the listener's question... I do think it's a little too much emphasis on like, no, you shouldn't do that. Yes, I agree. No, you disagree. I agree with your saying. No, you don't. You don't. No, because I think you should. I think I think if if anyone wants to give sperm, you should go ahead and do no, it. No, I'm saying if this if this woman says I'd like your sperm, but you know what? That's all you give me is your sperm. Mm, that's a big ass. I think I look at it like this. I think it's a personal question of whether or not you could donate sperm. I personally don't think I could. I I don't like the idea of. You know, it's strange in a way because you are helping somebody, but I don't like the idea of, of there's just a lot of loose ends there to me that are, are difficult I, for to me to make that decision for myself. It's the emotional unknown. It's the unknown it about it. I don't think it. it would even cross my mind that there might be a kid of mine in Seattle. It wouldn't even cross my mind. If you donated it? Mm -hmm. So how would that happen? If, how if would I went to a feel? bank, it wouldn't even, I would wonder if they ever even used it. But why are you going to a bank in the first place? Well, he's, that's he's that's the question. Donor. He's a sperm. Why donor. are you that? Why are Just because the question. Because he wants me? to help people. Yeah, I would be going because people need it. He's not. He didn't do it. He's I know. Saying if he did, I'm not saying he did it. I'm asking what's in I his know. Brain. I know that I never want to have children of my own. Okay. That doesn't. That, that's it then. Just leave it alone. But but I got to answer your question though. But you don't you don't need to help anybody. There's plenty of people that'll help everybody. There. Well, I think we have we have we have your answer. Bo how, the how, bottom line is this, okay? Are you asking me on on two levels? As a uh, as a man, if I was younger, and someone asked me to help them with that exact question, the answer emphatically would be no. I wouldn't even think about it. Um, as a grandparent who is removed from the situation as a as a as a father as a, as a person with an opinion i have no problem with it at all because i don't have to deal with the emotion of seeing this little person i created or being around this little person that one of my immediate uh, children created uh and be be detached from their life that I cannot do. And, and, and there's no way that I'd be able to say, oh, I'm just going to go to a sperm bank and get paid uh, to watch porn for 10 minutes 
and uh, you know, not know ever if if there's a kid that looks exactly like me in Seattle, for example, um, that I could be taking care of, I could be rearing, I could be I could be raising, nurturing. That just does not work um, for me at all. No. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that I could. I could do it arbitrarily, or even even for a friend, it would it would be tough saying no. But it's hard for me to not feel attached to that kid specifically in in one way or another. Like it, it's a hard thing to ask. To to answer her question, my response would be go to the sperm bank where it's it is just business. Well, I also am pretty sure legally that that there was somebody I believe that actually it was a big case that that donated sperm and got sued um by the uh by the by the mother that that i guess selected his sperm for like child support and all that other stuff right, and that couldn't have worked out I, for, in her favor i don't know i i actually don't know that you're completely like without any legal obligation i don't i don't know that that's the case i don't yeah, look, know if you if you're the type of person that can that can look at uh, a, a baby, newborn, uh, infant uh, of, 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 let's say, one, two, three, four, five years old, 10 years old, uh, and know that is your baby and, and have no emotional damage by, by, by looking at that person saying, I created that little baby and I have to look at him like it's a cabbage patch. I don't think that's the and 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 not be a part of its life. Okay, that is. I feel sorry for anybody that can that can really be that detached. And and let me ask you this: <clears throat> How would you feel in the scenario of siblings that needed it? What sibling? Well, well I have a I have a different question though, and. I don't, I'm not disagreeing with you. I understand how it's weird to feel detached and all that. But you are talking a little bit like we were building a house of cards. It's not that much work. You just said it yourself. You're walking into a room and you are doing whatever they do to get you to, to, to donate. That's the it's, easiest part of it. Right. That's the only part, though, too. You're, no, it's you, not. No, it's, no. The, it's knowing the emotional damage, knowing that there is a little person out there that you are not having a role in that child's life. You're not guiding, nurturing. That kid could end up being a real piece of shit. Yeah, but that because you didn't fucking care enough to be involved in their life. Yeah, but that's no, not. No, that's, that's, not, not that's not how it works. That's, left, not, that's not it. That's, that's not, exactly no, it. No, okay? yes, it no, is. No, that that's what happens. That's if, the end of it. And, and that's you, also kind of suggesting day, that every biological that's, family gets right, so, along. So great. let's say I'm going to be the sperm donor for the girl that that wrote the letter. Mm. Okay, all right. Now, I that that child is born. And I don't like the way the mother is is raising this baby. The baby's going down all the wrong paths. That's not gonna, yeah, that's not going to kill me. But Couple you make things. that decision before yeah. you give you. I said I wouldn't. That's do why that. she ain't getting it. But but I, well, that that said, you make that you <laughs> make that you make that decision on your own. You make but here's that the thing. But, you no, here, look, that's a logical thing to 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 say from a, from a guy's standpoint. If you're going and getting somebody pregnant and then letting someone else. Raise that kid without being in their life. That's a dereliction of like, oh, hey, what what you're supposed to be as a dad. So many donating sperm, and I would assume most people that are going to get sperm, you know, get, get inseminated by by the, uh, uh, someone that they, they went and picked a sperm donor, right? 
are doing it because they want to be and they're vetted. a mom. They're vetted as capable well, parents. They're vetted yeah, as right. capable. You're, you're there because you want to be a mom. So that you know, it's it's you're you're making the decision at least first and foremost that you're ready to be a parent. You're, you're not just getting randomly like hooking up with somebody, and then all of a sudden it happens like like as a mistake. Yeah. So you could be a bad right? parent. Well, it's not impossible. Anybody sure. could be a bad parent. But the thing about it is, but people that are doing that are donating. I guess the argument is, okay, well, you might not even know. You quite literally might not even know. But I don't think, to your point, I could not make that decision. I don't think it's a bad decision to make. I couldn't make it. I would not judge anybody that does it. Anybody that does it, I do not judge, okay? I'm telling you that I could not live personally in a in a, uh, a relaxed, happy state knowing that there is a direct descendant of mine, whether it be my immediate child or my a grandchild, okay, on the planet that I have nothing to do with, no say in how that baby is raised or 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 no financial stake in in saying, you know, uh, oh, it, 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 like like every year I buy Marky a coat, okay, that that you know her mother doesn't think it's necessary because it's too expensive well you know what that's the fucking coat that kid needs so that she is not cold all winter i'm sure they would take a coat if you want to send the kid a coat i'm not saying that lauren will leave the kid without a coat don't get me wrong that's not my 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 point okay she she would have a coat of maybe lesser quality or whatever i think it's less about the coat and more about wanting to having the 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 laughter the smiles the love you feel connected to the kid we heard you know the christmas this is not a knock on lauren it's not about that I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying that I I want and feel happy to be there to take anything that I can be a role, any any role that I can play in an appropriate way, and elevate that child's youth, her childhood. I'm helping her build memories, okay, as she grows up. So someday I'll be dead, and she'll remember how I used to make her pancakes. Okay, mm-hmm. that's a stupid thing that doesn't cost any money. No, it's, yeah, right. But, but it's deal. all part of it, right? So I can't imagine having someone that is from my genetic code out there in the world that you're not that caring I for. Can't it. be a part. That's a more than acceptable kind of now, response. Remove me from the situation. It's somebody else's goo. Okay. God bless you. Do whatever you want with your jizz. All right. I don't give a fuck. I what was you gonna do with say it. how to at goo the end of the you, day, and then do what you want with your junk. Okay. It's not my business. It's not my. I'm not. I don't have to deal with the emotional aspect of it because it's detached. It's not my kid. It's not my descendant. Nothing. And I don't judge. I never did. I never judged any lifestyle. Never judged gays. Never judged any anybody trans. I always was there to help any human being if I was in my power to help. Oh, my whole life. Okay. Never had a problem with that. And this is one of the things that I would throw in that basket. But I can't. You're asking me if I would participate? No. Would yeah. I be in favor of my kids participating? Absolutely not. Right. I mean, I wouldn't do anything to stand in your way. You would hear me out. You would hear my objection and then do whatever you want. Is that to say, though, because a lot of this was rooted in genetic code? 
is that to say that you'd have a harder time having those same experiences, the pancakes and all that, with a kid that was adopted and not of your genetics at all? Oh, absolutely not. No, no I think it, any, any child that kind of the same. No, no, you're getting robbed. No, no, you're getting robbed no. of those moments. Is, you're his, getting robbed of that experience I, of watching a child If you adopted a child, I would love the child as much as uh, uh, any other grandchild. It's, it's the sense of obligation and all of that. So you're 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 associating it very closely, where it's a part of you, and it's hard not to have that sense come with that, which I think makes all all. You know, it it, it, it it adds up as far as I'm concerned. And you know what? Look, at the same time, you know, you would uh, you don't know what mentally is going to go through your head after you do that Correct. for somebody. Correct. And all of a sudden you hear that it's, you know, you see a picture. A little seller's three, remorse. Four, three, four yeah. years later. And you're yeah. like, oh, my God. I feel, you know, there are people that it's happened the other way, too. Or somebody that's been a surrogate mom that right. says, hey, you know, I, I want to be a part of this kid's life. And there, there, are, there are people that go through that, too. It's, it's a very painstaking process for those reasons you know and you don't know like if you if you let's say you did it when you were young and you wouldn't know if you had another kid out there and all of a sudden you drive by there's a fucking building that's got its roof on fire you see a kid up there right there with the fire extinguisher that might be see, you know, the dna it's I, in the code i always looked at the, the surrogate mom though as like that's a lot of work you know what I mean? Like, it's not, like, again, what I was saying before is we're not doing much. Yeah, you got to go into a room. It's not their egg. It's not their sperm. They're, they're the vessel for which there's a lot of emotion attached to that as someone that had, you know, three children. Um, but the thing is this. In closing, I would say to her, go to the sperm bank because it's a very big ass to ask someone in your, in your circle, in your world, to give you their sperm and walk away. Yeah, and I would like a little follow-up if you decide to go down that road. You know, number one, and I'm sure we'll hear from Jenny, but... I would like to understand what that's like going to the sperm bank, how they describe people. And you go in and say, I'd like to make a deposit. Is it bankish? I don't think it's like that. There's a process you have there's to go slips. through. There's slips. I don't know. I would think there's a process. Is there but a drive-through? DearAlbyMailbag at gmail.com. Everybody chime in as usual. Come in and hit us with your questions. We have a ton of them. We only got to the, the one today, but we've got more happening this week. Um, we, we're going to follow up with that. We'll hit Jenny up and see what's going on, and we'll catch you guys later. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.